0: Good evening, this is WKPR Nightly News with your host, Kevin. Good evening, this is WKPR Nightly News. Night's top stories are U.S. to require COVID vaccinations for arriving international travelers. Pfizer says its COVID vaccine is safer and effective for children ages 5 through 11. Florida search for Gabby Petiot's fiance suspended, as well as the Biden administration prioritizes single adult Haitians, some families, for deportation. We start tonight's top story with the U.S. to ease COVID entry levels. Biden administration will require all international travelers coming into the U.S. to be fully vaccinated and tested for COVID under a new system that will open up air travel to vaccinated foreign nationals from dozens of countries. For the first time since the early days of the pandemic, starting in early November, foreign nationals will be allowed to fly into the U.S. if they are fully vaccinated and able to show proof of vaccination prior to boarding a U.S.-bound flight, said White House COVID coordinator Jeffrey Zintz. the requirement will ease travel restrictions that limited entry into the united states in many cases for non-citizens who had been in 33 countries including many european nations and the uk in the last 14 days regardless of vaccination status but for travelers outside of those countries The new system will put stricter requirements in place that could be a barrier to those living in countries where vaccines are in short supply. We will move to this much stricter global system so we will have a consistent approach across all countries. And it will require foreign nationals to be vaccinated to prove they're vaccinated and then to go through the testing on and contact tracing requirements is instead. The U.S. will also start putting into place additional testing requirements, as then said. Foreign nationals will have to be tested three days prior to departure to the U.S. and show proof of a negative test. And unvaccinated Americans will have to test within one day of departure and be required to test again after their arrival. CDC also began requiring airlines to collect information for each U.S.-bound traveler including their phone number and email address, to enable CDC and state and local public health officials to follow up with travelers and those close in contact with them if there is a potential exposure. While there is still no vaccination requirement for domestic air travel, as said, nothing is off the table. We clearly have a track record that shows we're pulling available levers to acquire vaccinations and we're not taking any measures off. The table on specific authorities used for implementations said, Since didn't detail what vaccines will clarify and what would constitute as fully vaccinated, and said the CDC would provide details. The new policy applies only to air travel and not land border crossings, which have been closed to non-essential travel between Canada and Mexico. Pfizer says COVID vaccine is safe. Pfizer and Bio, BioNic, Biotech said Monday that the company's two-dose COVID vaccine was safe and showed a robust antibody response in children ages five to eleven, based on data collected in a trial that included more than two thousand children. Pfizer and its German counter uh, German partner, BioNTech, said its said in a press release that the vaccine was safe. We tolerated and showed robust neutralizing antibody responses for this age group. No COVID vaccines have yet been authorized to approve or approved for use in children under the age of 12. The children in the trial were given two smaller doses of the vaccine than those given to people 12 and older, according to the release. The company said that it produced antibody responses and side effects in children that were comparable to those seen in a study of people 16 to the to 25 who received the full dose of the vaccine. More than 466.5 million COVID vaccine doses have been given in the United States, according to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. The vaccine developed by Pfizer and BioNeg is one of three in the U.S., along with Moderna's two-dose vaccine and Johnson & Johnson's single-shot vaccine. Around 12.7 million children under the age of 18 and around 54% of 12- to 17-year-olds have received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics analysts of CDC data as of September 15th. In August, the Academy recommended against giving the vaccine to children under 12 until it was authorized by the Food and Drug Administration. We intend to submit the data by the end of the month, and then, of course, it will be up to the FDA to review that data and determine whether the vaccine can be released for broad use. Dr. Bill Gruber, Pfizer Senior, Vice President of Vaccine Clinical Research and Development, as well as a uh, p- pediatrician told NBC's Today show, "We hope that will go expeditiously." Pfizer and Biotech said they will know, they will now submit their data from the trial, to the FDA for emergency use authorization. They are also testing the vaccine in children under five and expect results from that trial by the end of the year. Pfizer first applied for emergency use authorization for its vaccine for adults in November. The FDA granted full approval to the two dose vaccine in August for those ages 16 and older. It was the first COVID vaccine to pass this final regulatory hurdle the vaccine is currently given to 12 to 15-year-olds under the FDA's emergency use of authorization. The news comes as COVID cases have surged in the U.S. in recent months. In total, nearly 5.3 million children in the U.S. have tested positive for COVID, or around 15% of all cases as of September 9th, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. More than 243,000 cases were added last that week alone, the second highest number of child cases recorded in a week since the pandemic began. Concerned with rising cases in children, the head of a, the head of the head of the academy wrote in August to the FDA to work aggressively toward authorizing a COVID vaccine for children under age 12. Johnson and Johnson and Moderna, whose COVID vaccines are in use in the U.S. Are also researching the effects of their shots in pediatric trials. The search for Gabby Petitios. Fiance in Florida is suspended. Police in Florida on Monday that they would no longer be looking for a looking in a 25,000-acre wildlife refuge where they had been focusing their search for Brian Laundrie. The man named a person of interest in the disappearance of his fiance, Gabby Pieto. The Northport Police Department currently has no plans to conduct a major search of the Carlton Reserve today, the department said, adding that they believed that they had exhausted all avenues in the county park near Sarasota. Investigators did not say Monday whether they were searching elsewhere for laundry. Laundry late last week was named a person of interest in connection with the, his fiance's disappearance. But police emphasized Friday that he is not wanted for a crime. Police in Northport were able to were where the couple lived and the FBI also said that they do not know where Laundrie is pedito's family addressed his disappearance saying though a family attorney all of gabby's family want the world to know that brian is not missing he is in hiding gabby is missing remains believed to be those of Pedito were found sunday at the campground near Bridger bridger teton national forest near grand teton national park in wyoming which Petito's mother said she planned to visit last month, according to Charles Jones, the supervisory agent in the FBI's Denver office. The remains were consistent with Petito, 22, he said. A forensic investigation will confirm the discovery at the Spread Creek Dispressed Camping Area, Jones said, adding that the case cause of death has not been determined. Petito was last known to have been in Grand Teton National Park late last month when she stopped communicating with her family, police have said. I don't even know what to say. I am at a total loss. My heart is shattered. Hashtag justice for Gabby, Petito's brother, posted on Instagram Sunday. Hashtag Gabby Petito, she touched the world. Her father, Joseph Pedito, wrote on Facebook. A photo of his daughter acclaimed the caption. A statement from the family's lawyer, Richard B. Stafford, asked for space to allow them to grieve. He also thanked the FBI, Northport Police Department, the Grand Teton Search and Rescue Team, and police on the Long Island, where the family lives. Your tireless work and determination helped bring Gabby home to her parents. The family and I will never will, the family and I will be forever grateful, Stafford said. A statement from the Laundry family lawyer Sunday called Pedito's apparent death heartbreaking. The Laundry family prays for Gabby and her family, the statement said. Pedito and Laundry began a cross country tour of national parks in July, documenting the journey on YouTube and on Instagram using the hashtag vanlife. Laundrie returned home to Northport, south of Tampa, in the couple's van September 1st, 10 days before Pedido's family reported her missing, police have said. On August 12th, police in Moab, Utah, responded to an allegation of physical altercation between the two. Body camera footage released Thursday shows whipping away, wiping away tears as she tells the responding officer that she was struggling with her mental health. And it shows, Laundrie being asked about scratches on his face. Northport officials confirmed Friday that police interviewed a woman who said, in the video posted on TikTok, that on August 29th, she and her boyfriend picked up a hitchhiker, who she later realized was Laundrie. Laundrie offered her and her boyfriend $200 for a ride away from Grand Teton National Park, but later got out of the car abruptly the woman alleged in her account which which authorities said they have not verified pedido's mother nicole schmidt said she last heard from her daughter around august 24th pedido's last text read no service in yosemite it is unclear whether pedido sent that message U.S. will prioritize single adult Haitians, some families for deportation from Texas Bridge Throng. The Biden administration will prioritize all single adult Haitians and some Haitian families for deportation after more than 15,000 mostly Haitian migrants converted on, the Texas, on a Texas border bridge, say two senior Department of Homeland Security officials. Unaccompanied children and some families will be allowed to stay in the U.S. and given dates for asylum hearings, the senior DHS officials said. Thousands of others will be deported to Haiti, including families who did not claim asylum and all single adults. Many have not seen Haiti since they fled to Latin American countries after the 2020-10 earthquake or other national or political crises. Immigration and Customs Enforcement will begin flying six to eight deportation flights per day starting Tuesday, the officials said. There were three deportation flights on Sunday. DHS Secretary Marquez will visit Del Rio on Monday for a briefing and meet with state and local officials. Over the weekend, Customs and Borders Protection closed the Del Rio International Bridge, diverting traffic to nearby Eagle Pass, Texas and surged 400 agents to the area. Texas state troopers began blocking migrants from crossing over the Rio Grande to prevent them congregating under the bridge. Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz said Sunday that the agency had moved 3,300 migrants of the crowd of 15,000 out from under the bridge. The senior d DHS officials said Monday women went into labor among the throngs packed under the bridge, but all babies were delivered safe and healthy. Typically, ICE tests all migrants for COVID-19 before deporting them, even taking migrants off of flights and placing them in quarantine. But in a rush to cut the size of the crowd as fast as possible, the Haitian deportees are not being tested before deportation, the officials said. Though deportees were not tested, they were screened for symptoms. A DHS spokeswoman said of the three flights that left Sunday, all passengers were medically screened prior to boarding the flights. Additionally, migrants and staff were provided with a required to wear personal protective equipment, PPE, i.e. masks prior to and during the flight and to be required, and to be cleared for travel where required to have a temperature of less than 100.4 degrees and to not exhibit covid related symptoms the spokeswoman did not comment on who would be prioritized for deportation This has been a WKPR Nightly News. We now return you back to your regular scheduled programming.